0: 96 of the pop culture roundtable the podcast that's inviting you all to our wake in this episode we talk about web design museum the new dc universe and the most expensive super bowl ad i'm andrew sale
1: i'm lauren rubin i'm patrick
0: hill so put your name on a list now to get into our wills because it's time to pass down another episode by going around the table, which is where we talk about things that are new, fun, and noteworthy. Um, Lauren, why don't you kick us off this week?
2: No problem. I've got a few things to share. Uh, I've been kind of taking a little break from like working on stuff, which is nice, um, and just kind of relaxing a little more. So I got some new puzzles in and i've talked about the magic puzzle company before but they just released a new series so i'm gonna show these ones these are the ones where like you can assemble them in different ways and there's like yeah and then they have like a secret package like um i'm actually working on this one on the table right now hang on when you finish it it has these envelopes that says Mm -hmm. don't open until you're done and then it's like sealed up and there's like an extra thing in there and everything. It's very cool. Um, so this one is a really cool one. It's actually like the hardest one that I've done of these puzzles, and it's like a D&D themed one. This one is super cool. This is just a small fraction of the puzzle. Um, it's like a much larger picture overall. Andrew, what did you just drop? <laughs> did yeah. you hear that? <laughs> I yeah. did. It's cool. not like Legos. <laughs> it, don't worry about it. It's it, I'll get to oh, it. was talking my, about
1: it, not talking about it. At That's my fine. category, <laughs> I'll, I'll get to it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um i've got a couple more we think uh the next one is the the secret soup i did this one this weekend and then there's one. hold on hold on show that picture yeah, this bring, is bring it so it back up much here? so sorry yeah
1: it just reminds me so much of the parks artwork like the shape of it reminded see, me of the park. Square? original
2: art by margo margo peltec Pel- Pel- no no, no that it's, familiar? it's
1: something about like where the greenery is and the shape of that. I don't know.
2: It just felt like the part. It just,
0: there's a very specific park that you're talking about and, and we can, I can find it later. Yeah. yeah. Here's
2: the whole picture of the well, that doesn't. thing. They give you these nice posters in there as well. So you don't have to like carry the box and share it. Mm-hmm. There's like two of these and one super nice. And they have like a, a checklist of things you can like, play i spy with i love these puzzles they're like the literally the coolest ones in the world um and then the last one that i have that i haven't tried yet is the gnomes home it looks really oh, so you cute. bought all three of them oh yeah why not when like you why I, do these? i have all of them now so I've, I've done one and a half of them already so it's just fun i i love doing puzzles so it's just like super great plus it's been really cold nasty weather here so it's just fun to have some new puzzles to do <laughs> so mackenzie and chat is correct that
1: artwork does uh it, it is reminiscent of some of the um, two dots artwork. So the game Two Dots. They do these like uh, scavenger hunts inside the game, and you go through and and just like f- find objects. A lot of fun, by the way. And I wish there were more. I wish there were more phone games that actually had that mechanic. I do. There's too. only a couple of really good ones, and I've already done them.
2: Anyway, I love that these this company also like takes a, like trouble to put the artist's name like right on the front of the box and everything. Like really, just, did that say the secret high qual- suit? High class all around. Yeah, that's the name of this puzzle. <laughs> oh okay. It's really cute. Um I just absolutely love what they do. So any of their puzzles are are worth the money and everything. Like they are really high quality. Um and of course like they have like really fun shapes and things that are really unusual. Like this D&D one that I'm doing is really cool because like literally they have all the dice shapes incorporated as like mini like pieces inside of the puzzle and stuff. Like, you know, like a D20 shape, a sure. d G, oh, yeah. a D6, yeah. a D4. Like, all of those are inside of the puzzle. So, it's, like, really The one that you were, that first one you were showing
0: This is Dungeons & Dragons related?
2: Yes. It's totally, like, it's it's funny, like, doing it because it's, like, really obviously d d themed. But it's, like, yeah, like, they're summoning a monster and, like, fighting it with a whole crew. They have, okay. like I said, the Dice Shapes Incorporated. Um, like, there's, like, a tavern. There's, like, you know, like, people, like, going so- shopping for swords up here. Um like yeah, yeah, that's like a, that a cracking an egg and yeah. it says it's the battle of the bards so there's like a like a yeah. concert on the other side that's like behind this part and everything like the pictures are in the other room because we're literally working on the puzzle now <laughs> but I think it's like they just do the best job and the art is so cool so um, other than that uh, while I worked on these puzzles I was checking out the new season of Making the Cut which is a show we talked about like a long time ago so I'm just going to like remind everybody that it exists because like they took a long break in between seasons and I kind of forgot that it existed but it's um, like Heidi Klum and Tim Gunn's like off to Project Runway it's a bit different in that like um they like supply the designers with seamstresses they seem to have like a little bit bigger budget and things like that like they don't really seem to like um struggle with any like constraints of challenges it's more just like can they get it like maybe the one thing is like time limits just because like it has to be a tv show so they're like you have to do this within at least a couple days so we can keep filming um but I think it's just like a really cool show. This season 3 is like the latest one and I think the stuff that they're making is like so freaking cool. Like I just get excited watching it. Um I think that that if you like Project Runway, this is like a really good like replacement. It has a lot of the same vibe, but the stuff they're making is in my it in my opinion like a little bit elevated even than the stuff they made there because like they're not dealing with budgets or like unconventional materials or anything like that. Like they really set them up to just like succeed and make the coolest clothes possible. So they really show some cool stuff. <laughs> um, and then staying on the d d hype train, yeah, yeah. I also checked out, what are you doing? Like, are you messing with me? <laughs> no, I,
1: listen, I'm your okay. hype man. I'm about yeah. to break out a towel <laughs> and start, this like, is the,
2: this is the most,
0: a towel around. This is yeah. the most, uh, like, connected Patrick has ever been to someone talking. And you, I've never listened maybe, to the show before, is, so I'm experiencing is, it I, in I real I know, time. this is
1: just different. It's
0: throwing Lauren off. That's how little you actually <laughs> engage, that you paying attention in her mind. <laughs> Sounds like you are just messing with
1: her. <laughs> this, listen, we're about to talk about that DC video and all of this is getting in the way of it. Okay, so right. I'm just, I'm prodding it along. Is, That's her category. So we, got, we got a while. Go. You're saying I have to listen to your, you talk oh, next? You gotta oh, you got to listen to me twice because I'm going to go first. I'm not going to yes. say anything. <laughs>
2: Uh, last but not least, I've been checking out, um, Vox Machina, which is like the kind of D and D critical role inspired show that's on, um, Amazon. I think it's like, okay. I haven't gotten very far in that show. Have you guys watched it? You didn't like it? I saw a
0: piece of it when I was, when I was waiting for critical role to start. And I honestly, it did not seem, it did not engage me. Like it didn't captivate me at all, I didn't like the art. I didn't like the character design. It was, I was like, I I,
2: I think it's, it's just okay. Like I, I don't. I'm not as involved with like critical role. Like I know kind of like the gist of a lot of their characters. Cause I see people dressed up as it a lot at conventions and stuff. So I've just been like, Oh, what is that? You know? So I know a little bit about critical role, but like, I don't, I've, I haven't really watched like a full episode or anything. And I can already tell like watching the like five episodes I have watched way too many inside jokes in the show. Like, I feel like they're trying to like only make the show for people who already watched their like YouTube series or whatever. And so like, It's just not great as someone who wants to come in new and, and like, just be introduced and, like, have the best possible TV show. I think that they're trying too hard to recreate or be faithful to their campaign instead of just, like, making a really good show that takes place in Dungeons & Dragons world, which I think would be better. Even if they kept the same characters and everything, it's just, like, a lot when you're, like, watching a TV show and in the first episode you have to learn eight characters, you know, yep. like, I just didn't think that worked the best, which is different when you're playing a game or watching someone play D&D because you know this is part of the experience. But it, it just doesn't quite work when you're watching a TV show version. So I kind of wish that they would just, like, make a good TV show based on this material instead of, like, needing to adapt it so Doing their episode zero. You just can't, like, always stay exactly, like, on, like, the exact path of the, the story always. It just doesn't always translate perfectly to screen. So you got to, like... Like, you know, split the difference. And I think that they're trying so hard to stay on their, uh, like, on their topic that they sure. haven't quite developed the best possible version of this story, in my opinion. Especially just, someone who hasn't watched their other show.
0: It, so, the, their biggest issue, more than the character stuff, is that
1: it is insider. A little too insider. yeah,
2: A little too inside, but yeah. I a little just too rough.: Yeah.
1: Which is yeah. kind of what Will says. He said, he made the comment, he's not a fan of their humor. This is only their humor, so it sounds yeah, like if and you like fair. it. If if you already like Critical Role, you'll like this, and if you don't,
2: you won't. yeah, I think that yeah. that's totally fair. Like, and I don't think it's like terrible. I just don't love it either. Like, you know, it hasn't really gotten me. And I I watch like a fair amount of like D and D stuff, and I can get sucked in pretty easily. But maybe I would like their like playthrough show better than the than Vox Machina. Maybe possibly. once you
0: become part of the inside. I'd hope to be a part Yeah, of one yeah maybe that would make it
2: better, but I'm not sure. <laughs> one way or the other, you know. <laughs> but yeah, great week. Uh, thanks, guys. For Thank you, Luke, for filling in for me last week. That was great. Um, but yeah, on to the DC universe <laughs> in okay. the next part.
0: <laughs> in the next part. Who are you throwing it to?
2: Um, Patrick. Oh, yes. <laughs> okay. Go ahead, Andrew. Okay, cool. No, I'm, no, 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 that's fine. <laughs> um i
1: do want to give a shout real quick to uh i I don't know that i can say this but i'll say this to jedi in our community he's entering some type of voice competition Mm -hmm. yeah yeah he dropped a recording like he dropped his entry into slack and it was awesome like i would totally (laughs) yeah I would absolutely listen to like a twenty-minute radio show with those voices. Like I was, I was completely sucked in. If you put a music bed underneath it, it
0: felt yeah. very much like the old school, like radio. Uh, like tune
1: in next week to find yes, out more. Big like, time. like, yeah. Are, it, are you trying to compete right now against Jedi? Shut Zelda? up! Like, Patrick, <laughs> just shut up. Well, I yeah, I, I, I have a microphone just good. like you. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's in. I don't remember where it is in Slack Jedi. If you if you don't mind, just throw it in like the general channel because I don't remember where it is. And but if you're fine with people hearing it, throw it in the general channel because it was it was super good. Also, another thing, if you're listening to the audio version of this, uh, this is unedited because I go out of town tomorrow and uh, I'm not going to take time to edit this show. So you're going to get exactly what it is. Uh, and so this may be a little bit longer than a normal episode and a little bit more windy, <laughs> a little bit a little bit more raw, <laughs> a little bit a little bit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> this is a taste of what you get if you watch normally, this on twitch
1: <laughs> normally i cut out lauren yelling at me but this time <laughs> you're gonna get every bit of it
0: <laughs> you're welcome now now what i'm happy about is that the listeners are gonna finally get an opportunity to hear that you guys also say stupid things you always edit out your <laughs> own stupid stuff but you leave mine in so that's gonna be a nice a nice change of pace for everybody
1: yeah at least exactly uh and so outside of that uh i mean i did watch some some new tv and things like this uh like that this week but nothing that is worth talking to y'all about i don't i don't think it's worth your time and i'd rather save it for my category a bit later uh and so because of that andrew Tell us something that is worth hearing about.
0: Okay, I'm going to tell you about two things specifically. I got something from Kickstarter this week, and uh, I've been watching some things as well. So the thir- the first thing, I think last week when we chatted, I was at season four of Big Bang Theory, right?
2: Oh, yeah. I was listening I, to this the other day. I begin.
0: <laughs> I, will, I will finish season seven tonight.
2: I, I was out um, running and listening to, to the episode, and I was like, wow, (laughs) like how, like I couldn't believe that you were on a track of Big Bang Theory. Like (laughs) it's,
0: it's become a, it's become a bit of an, an, an obsession. Um, but I will, (laughs) I'm only a couple episodes away from the end of season seven. So I will have finished that by the time this, this, uh, this evening ends before I go to sleep. And I honestly, I like it. Like I'm, I'm starting to like it more and more. I'm, I'm invested in the characters at this point. Some of the stuff's I, some of the stuff I still roll my eyes at, but at the end of the day, um, I'm invested in the characters and maybe I'm only telling myself that because I'm a completionist and I know I have to stick with these characters for the next four seasons regardless of whether I like it or not. And so I'm forcing myself. So have to like you it.
2: seen the shirt yet?
0: Not yet. I haven't seen the shirt yet.
1: <laughs> I haven't seen the shirt yet. I, I actually I like to imagine that someone... Some like your mom to be, to be nice was just like, Oh, I saw your shirt on TV, son. And like, <laughs> you just always thought it was there, but it's yeah. never actually been there. It's
0: always been my one claim to fame, and it's never actually been a thing. <laughs> I actually met Jonathan, uh, what's his name? Um, Johnny Gale- Galecki, Gale- Galecki, I think that's his name, but the guy who plays Leonard, I met him at Mondo. Okay, for, I was like, um, I don't know
2: anyone. He, um,
0: <laughs> at the uh, Richard Linklater show. It was one of my oh, first okay. Mondo shows. I met him, took a picture with him and everything. Oh, and if cool. I find out later on that some that this whole thing was just the biggest <laughs> ruse and like someone, one photoshopped. Yes, yeah. someone photoshopped <laughs> the same image that my friends just keep sending me every now and again, I'm going to be super mad. Um, oh. But I did ironically stumble across today. I was looking through some files, looking for something um, completely unrelated and stumbled across the the file that I sent to the Gap to have the shirt, uh, like, produced. So I found that before I actually saw it on TV when I've been actively trying to see it for the last two, two and a half weeks. Anyway, we're not going to talk about
1: Big Bang Theory again because we have, like, 45 minutes on it last week. Yeah, you been <laughs> talking about it for a, a long time. Can we produce it? I mean, I realize that, like, they could sue us, but do you want to produce it? sure. Wait, I mean, we could give, we could, we won't sell it. We'll give it away, but separately, you can you donate can do it money as to long the show. As
2: in, like as a promotional pitch, you're like as featured in Big Bang Theory, <laughs> like- as featured in
0: Big Bang Theory. Yeah, uh, I, I yeah, probably it'd be fun. So for people who don't know what I'm talking about, I actually still have it up on my screen, so I can show you. Yeah, he uh, does. it's he falls asleep staring, <laughs>
1: staring at it every night.
2: <laughs> He's thinking uh, about it every day. <laughs> As I've
0: been actively looking for it on you know
1: like the Wolverine like ho- like holding the picture frame that's Andrew in this t-shirt <laughs> just staring at it uh, <laughs> this is this is the design that
0: was printed for um the gap that was then turned into uh, that was picked up as part of the the design so it's it's called um ampersand it's a big ampersand comprised like of a, a bunch of guitar amps amps and I had to like i It initially said this is the original design and actually had the Marshall logos and things like that. And then um, I had to I had to make it more generic for for the actual. Wait, did you just
1: make up fake ones? Like, did it say, like, gap? (laughs) It's a gap Uh,
0: (laughs) and threadless. Yeah, I just I put in a whole (laughs) bunch of stuff. Baby Um, gap. (laughs) <laughs> anyway, uh, then the other thing is I, I got a game. And so this is what you just heard a second ago. Um, you heard the expansion of this game, not only falling off my shelf, um, but the box opening and the pieces falling out. So I'm going to show you not the expansion because oh, that's all no. over the floor right now. Uh, I'm going to show you the base game that I got. Um, I talked about this many, many months ago when I actually backed it on Kickstarter, but it's actually here now. The This is a game called Casting Shadows. And Lauren, we talked yes. about we talked about the dinos uh, uh, happy little dinos we talked about unstable unicorns we talked about here to slay um, we talked about all these different games and uh, this is the newest in their their repertoire and if you see oh, not that. only Ooh. is this a spot shiny UV, shiny
2: printing it is
0: a spot hollow uv that How is very cool very cool is that that sleeve so it's a sleeve only for the um, the kickstarter addition. Uh, so, if you mm-hmm. get the, if you didn't back on Kickstarter, you won't get that
2: extra special. Um,
0: but this is the uh, the main box. And so, nice. casting shadows is uh, much like some of the other games that we've talked about, where you have these um, uh, anthropomorphized animals who look like they're all ver- of varying degrees on like a fantasy island or whatever. Um, so, like, there's this little this little water creature. Oh. Um,
2: an axolotl. It's an axolotl.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, this little. I'm not going to show you I all of them. Learn that but here's like the, this week. <laughs> here's this little newt guy with a radioactive tongue.
2: I like that. Um, I'm going to try to show you this. This these kind this of look specific like one. Pokemon mixed with D and D or something.
0: They're kind of yeah. That's probably yeah. that's a good that's a good um, deal. And this one is a, a Kickstarter exclusive character, Lucky Skipper. Jeez. And so what you do is you you have these um, hex tiles in the these are the hex tiles, and they are different. They're, each one of them is themed to one of that's the characters. Cool. To be and you clear, build-
1: hexagonally shaped tiles. You're not, like, yes. placing a hex on someone. Yes, like- that's in the game that Both. Lauren talked about a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, these are hex shaped tiles,
0: um, but each one of them has a different ability. And when you start your turn there, or if you're on that turn, when you do damage to somebody or whatever, it does something different. And, uh, and, and so you have these tiles that make up the map. And then you've got, essentially, um, you're, you're casting spells. You're, you're either casting um, attack spells on to your opponents, or you're casting these things called conversion spells, where you're converting resources into different resources. Um, each one costs uh, not only an action, but also costs um, resources, typically, to, to uh, exercise one of these each spell there's different spell levels one to uh, one to three, and uh, some to get level three spells you typically have to cat, like trade in another spell that you've grabbed, um, and then there's different resources there's gems and uh, there are orbs and then shadow 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 energy, um, and those are represented by these custom dies. So let me see if I can. Grab the custom dye without knocking everything off. So these are the custom dye, like that kind of like
2: pearly resin. Yeah, they're or a, a really, pearly. Yeah, they, yeah.
0: Yeah, they're a pearlescent yeah. resin. Um, this one's a red dye. This here's a here's one with blue. This is a cursed oh, cool. crystal, and those are bad they, they force you to, to take a health if you don 't get rid of it um, and then there's there's other varying things that i 'm not going to go through, but you what 's cool about the game is as you gain shadow energy, you can use it to do varying things, um, cast different spells, but you can also store that that shadow energy up and when you hit a certain point um, on your your um, your base character, once you hit three shadow energies stored up, then you can choose to um, switch to your shadow state and when you switch to your shadow state you flip your card over
2: oh and my now gosh.
0: you are this really freaking awesome like Megazord version. <laughs> of yeah, yeah, like the... an evil
2: version of the cute little unicorn mm-hmm. you were on the other page.
1: We see this with some of the, like probably a quarter of the characters on Dice Throne. They have like a similar mechanism where... yeah. Did
2: you guys ever hear of or play the game Dokapon Kingdom like on the Wii? It, uh, no. This was a game where like, it, it was like Mario Party on Switch where like, you know, you're going around on a game board and different things happen, but it's kind of more based in like an RPG setting. And if you are losing bad enough, you're li- allowed to make a deal with the devil. To basically just become like totally OP and just like wipe everybody out, but it's a game like Monopoly that can last like forever or five minutes. Like Lauren, really, really I'm fun praying. game.
0: I'm praying for you, Lauren. <laughs>
2: um. <laughs> it was a really fun game though, because like you, you like you had to be losing so badly that it was like here's your your chance kid like
0: <laughs> um no i have not played that game but similarly you don't have to be losing badly but you when you store up enough you can flip these things over this like i showed you before here's the that newt but when you flip him over he's this like dragon that's i wouldn't that's even really want to cool. do
1: the other i would just want to start flipped over that's what i'd want well, yeah, to do well are really
0: cool. You'd want to uh hear, you know, here's that your your axolot. Yeah, and I then want to he see turns that into one. like this like water dragon. <laughs> I love that. And it's Was it's that really a big neat tongue? So When you yeah, that's his big tongue. Oh. When you do that, when you oh. flip it over and you become a a shadow, your shadow form, you get the opportunity to get a companion. And there's these companion cards that that are part of it that are super cute.
2: Oh, cute.
0: There are these companion cards that each one of them has a different ability and these abilities stay for you um, for the rest of the game. And so they're all triggered by something
1: specific. And these companions are all like tiny animals. They're all like, but they're shadow version. They're like black and purple. Yeah, like, Um, yeah, exactly. So to give you an
0: example, this is a curse master raccoon this card says each time you re-roll you may choose to re-roll curse dice which is really nice because you if you get curse dice in the game they stay and you have to Mm -hmm. just get rid of them um, or you take a hit so anyway i'm not going to go through all the cards but it's a cool game and you have meeples um, that sit on the board so just for an example um is this fun have you played this yeah i've played it a couple times it's really fun like i really enjoy it it's it's Kind of like a cross between Happy Little Dinosaurs and Um Here to Slay. When you start, you get a you get a meeple. Oh, it's a those custom are so
2: cute.
0: Custom meeple and then and then it changes when you your your meeple switches over. Oh, and that's you've super got, cool. Um so for the ones I just showed, if you're just listening um to the podcast, it's a little fox, and then the other one turns into like a um what are they called? They're like a fox it's, with nine tails or whatever. Um
2: kits kits kitsune? Sure. Something like
0: that. Something like that. Um, but it's a fox, yeah, a really rad-looking fox with nine tails that are all kind of knotted up, and he's got kind of fire coming out. Anyway, the game is cool. It does also come with this dice tower that you can assemble, the Kickstarter version does, that you can assemble, and it's cool-looking, but it's not super practical, and you have to assemble it every time. So much like the version of, of um, Here to Slay, where you get the I got the, like, um, the, the acrylic stand-ups, not just the mm-hmm. meeples, there was nothing there was no room for it in the box this feels like it was an add-on there is room for it in the box because it's deconstructed but like it's not very practical for the actual gameplay there is a version of this game that has three-dimensional painted figures for all of these characters the the base ones oh, wow. and the shadow forms that version is part of the all-in package or the all-in tier on Kickstarter this was $50 $55 that is um I believe it is two hundred and fifty dollars
2: <laughs> for But those sound like really cool, like they're
0: very cool. Basically
2: like toys that you could they like, are. hang hang yeah. like use and just play with anyway.
0: Yeah, and and you'd have to find some place to put them because there's not gonna be room in the box.
2: <laughs> yeah, um, that yeah. lame. So well, maybe if you have kids that are like little enough that like like playing with action figures, that would be great because then like you have basically toys for them,
1: you know. Andrew like, is not gonna leave things out of the box if there's a spot in the box.
2: Clips. No, no, no. I'm saying because there isn't a spot in the box, it kind of like encourages you to use them in other ways.
1: He would just to, he would buy a smaller box and put them in that box. To well, give you an idea
0: of when, <laughs> of when the um, the backer kit, so like when you back something on Kickstarter, once mm-hmm. it's funded, before they are able to ship it out to you, they have a a um, something for the backers, right? On the back end where you can put in your address, put in pay for shipping, any add-ons or whatever. One of the add-ons to this um, was this pin that all of the money, all the proceeds went to the Ukraine um, to help with the Ukraine. And so there's a little fox character with a a Ukraine flag heart behind it. And he's um, smelling a sunflower, which is the the flower of Ukraine. So
1: is the dice tower nice enough that you could use it for like D&D? You could, but that's part of the, the problem. It's too small to be super functional so you'd have to take the dice out of it like a more substantial one that you would want to leave set up and then you could just use it for other things
0: sure yeah and and honestly the aesthetic of this one isn't one that i would necessarily shy away from presenting but it's just not practical because if you roll the dice down it you then if because you the way specifically with this game the way you have to interact with the dice you have to actually interact with them and so the the tray that they that they drop out in is you know maybe maybe four inches long by two inches wide it's just not practical you'd have to take them all out and make sure you're taking them out with the right face and so it's just stupid so we just we just played on the table okay um casting shadows it will be at probably uh target and walmart or whatever at some point in the next couple of months it's only out for kickstarter backers right now um it'll probably come out in april So give it another month or two. Uh, But it's a cool game. I would absolutely recommend it. And uh, I actually did get an extra Kickstarter exclusive character. They sent me two in my package for some reason. So if you get this game um, retail and you want a a special character, let me know. I'll Mm. send you the two meeples that came with it and the the character card. So um, just be the first one to tell me and I'll ship it to you. Um, That's going to be it for my Around the Table, which means that's going to be it for the Around the Table. And up next... We're heading to the master categories. Every week we talk about the dice we rolled the week before. Those dice gave us our categories. We pick our topics based on those very categories. And Lauren, last week, Daryl Luke, that's his name. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> uh, Luke was so loving to you. And he rolled you a 20, much like he did the week before. Luke is (laughs) on a roll, literally and metaphorically, with Lauren. So you have 20. Patrick is dying. He is Mm -hmm. literally losing minutes
2: around the table time of his
0: life to talk about your category. So let's prolong this as humanly possible. Lauren, you got a 20. Your category is going to be fantastic. Patrick's waiting to listen. I'm really excited to talk about it and engage with you on this topic. Lauren, for you. Okay,
1: so now it's just me and Lauren. I just completely turned Andrew off. He has no that sake. was
2: incredible. Go ahead, Lauren. Have at it. <laughs> All right. So we're going to talk about the like James Gunn takeover of the DCU. And because I don't think we've actually talked about it like on the podcast. We talked about it a little bit in Slack, I think. But you know, it's time for us to discuss like what <laughs> James Gunn taking over DC means, what we think, and then like our thoughts about his like huge slate of announcements that he laid on us in five minute video. Like I couldn't believe how many things were on top of us. So, okay, first of all, let's say, what did you guys think of, like, the James Gunn takeover? Were you excited by this? Like, what do you think? Like, I, I you guys know that I like James Gunn because I love Guardians, but I can't say that I was, like, totally convinced at first. Optimism.
1: I don't think DC has any shortage of, of good, like, premises or ideas. And I've said for years on this show that I still would get more excited at the 3 Senate synopsis from the upcoming DC film than I would from the Marvel film, but there's been this very strong feeling that for whatever reason, even though they've thrown no shortage of money at it, and even though on paper there was plenty of talent attached to it, there just wasn't this guiding voice that could apparently pull it all together. It's almost like talented artists missing a creative director or something like that. So as much as we like to believe that you give a bunch of freedom to creative, like high level creatives, they'll make something really great. I think DC has proved that's not true at all. And you do have to have somebody, someone that focuses that for Marvel. That seems to be very clearly Feige. And so this, and there's a lot of trust for what Gunn can accomplish based on the other things that he's done up until now. So the hope is that they finally have that focusing crystal or that creative director, or the whatever yeah. thing that's going to tie it together because all the other pieces still seem great with that. Yeah. I
0: was excited for the same reasons that Patrick was. Yeah. Um, However, I will say that I did come to it with a degree of, of, um, a little skepticism because I don't love, I don't love what he did with, I love what he did with Guardians, um, but I don't love what he did with, um, The new Suicide Squad. There was a lot that was lacking in that new Suicide Squad, in my opinion, that felt like it was just wacky for the purposes of James Gunn being able to be wacky. Like they Mm -hmm. said, have at it, do whatever you want to do. And so he did. And it just felt like a little bit of a a flex that I didn't necessarily appreciate. Not that I I have any vested interest in any of those characters um, other than um, Harley Quinn. Mm -hmm. Um, and then now Peacemaker, but Peacemaker, I like Peacemaker because of the show, not because of the movie. So
2: that was the, the kind of key piece to me that changed kind of my mind more positive where I was like, didn't love suicide squad, but Peacemaker, the TV show, which is like, seems to be kind of like more hit, like hit that he seemed to have more creative freedom in it. You know, like this was really like his sandbox to play in. He did the show he wanted to make. And I really think that show is way better than I ever expected it could, would, or should be. And so, like, that gave me a kind of different focus on this, or, like, different, um, you know, lens to look at this at, you know, like, where I'm like, this now maybe is something that could work. I
0: agree, but he's also super freaking weird.
2: And I know. So, I know. Like, like it,
0: this could get super weird now that he's responsible for it. Like, and I'm not. I'm not necessarily a traditionalist by any stretch of the imagination. Right. It's not like I'm mm-hmm. a, If it changes, then I'm going to protest. Absolutely not. I am all for new versions, new playing with things and adjusting things. Yeah. But I'm just afraid that he is going to come in there, and now that he's got the reigns, right? Like now that mm-hmm. he's got the literal keys to the kingdom here, it's going to just get wacky for the purposes of being wacky. And I I don't really yeah. think it will, it, it could net positive for some characters and actually net negative for others.
2: I think that that's fair. He has like said more than once in interviews that like he's not trying to direct everything and like make make it feel like his stuff all the time. Like it seems to be like that he's aware that like, it shouldn't be his style stamped on everything sure. here. But it's he, not is, gonna work. he
1: is writing a lot of the things that he announced. Real quick, though, mm-hmm. and I think you would do the same thing if you were, again, art directing another designer. Your goal is not to get that designer to adopt your style, but your goal, if, if you have a it's better understanding style, of like yeah. the beats they need to hit or how succinct they need to be or what, or or like what portions need to communicate something or or where you can edit things that are sideways like that's more of the thing that you're directing yeah so if he can accomplish that and if he does accomplish that in his other property that he does then he should still be able to take that framework and apply it with someone else's style that's
0: the key and i don't Mm -hmm. i don't i don't believe that he has been that he has shown his ability to do that yet
2: and to be fair, like the, he's just starting this job. Like I, I, I think he's saying a lot of the right things. Like on paper, as we start out this like you know new humongous slate of movies, but like we'll see what actually like comes out like in the wash. You know, like what he's do not- we really get at the end of this day? And like, are, are these things going to work?
0: And that's I think and are my, all of them my- going to work. My point was he's not he's not been t- tried and tested in that arena yet. It's, it's yeah. not like when when John Favro and Dave uh what's his name? Dave Fellini got got a lot of uh Star Wars freedom. Oh, Felloni Felloni Filoni. Filoni, what did I say? Yeah yeah. Fellini, Fellini. it's Fellini. Yeah. <laughs> but it's okay. Like a yeah. Fellini. Uh, I was thrown they, off so
2: much by switching to Star Wars that I was like, who what? <laughs> Sorry. When, when,
0: they were give, when they were given the keys, you, they, there is was a, a tried and true that they have been able to work with other directors on these things and there was success and there was a track mm-hmm. record. We've not seen that track record with James Gunn yet. We see him intrinsically involved in every one of his things that he's put out. And I'm just not yes. sure. And I don't love it's hit or miss with James Gunn for me.
2: I think that's I either fair. love it mm-hmm. or, I,
0: or I hate it. And then it's like, okay, what, what is this DC? Is this DC universe going to be love or hate? I mean, I guess to this point it's been pretty much hate. So any love. Yeah. Good. yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: I guess the other side of this is if we believe that Feige is largely responsible for harnessing these creatives maybe Gunn is a creative he has also had to harness. <laughs> and so from that standpoint, maybe yes. Gunn is not going to be able to successfully apply that to other people. Because with any of the projects, e- even the ones that have his name stamped at the top of them, we still, like, we don't know the behind the scenes. We can't necessarily say that it was 100% or 90% or 80%. True. Like, it's, yes. we can't say to what percentage that that he did or didn't uh, ultimately influence something. So, to your point it's untested
2: i think it's like i'm i'm more excited than not though and i think one of the like the overall best points of this happening is that like you mentioned patrick like this gives like a one person or at least like one final say in like a guiding principle for like the entire dcu which just felt like a lot like a lot of scattered ideas and not really like any kind of overall arching story so i do think that's pretty encouraging overall
1: Until this video.
2: Yes. And so this is a huge and very ambitious, I would say, like slate of movies to start off with when you haven't done anything. Because, like, when you think back to like Marvel beginning, like, they started with Iron Man and it might not have worked out, but they've announced now, like, five years worth of movies. So we'll see what happens. Um, so the kind of like phase one of like the DCEU is going to be called gods and monsters. And these are some of not all of the things that have are that like James Gunn announced in this video that um, came out a couple, about a week ago. And then one other like important thing to note is that he stated that like he, he would like the same actors to play the person if they are animated, live action or TV show versus yep. movie, like it will be the same person, which I want to bring that back later, but like keep that point in mind going forward that because man. I do think that that's quite interesting. Uh, the Flash is the one that I was talking about. <laughs> <That man. laughs> Alright, so, um, first of all, we have Creature Commandos, which is something I have never heard of before, but does sound very fun. It basically sounds like League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, where it's like, kind of, some superheroes, and some people from, like, historic, like, um, like, fi- like, Martha Washington. Fiction. Um, Like Bride of Frankenstein is like leading a team of people that are going to go fight some Nazis. So I don't hate this idea at all at all. But I I don't never heard of this. It's an animated show. It it sounds very interesting. James Gunn did write this one. So I'd expect it to have his flair. But I definitely like League of Extraordinary Gentlemen meets Suicide Squad. Don't hate this idea at all. I just want to, like, shout out the, like, idea that they're doing a Waller TV show, which is, like, a spinoff from Peacemaker. They'll keep Viola Davis Viola Davis to play Amanda Waller as the lead of this TV show. I just think that's a great premise. I loved the Peacemaker TV show. So, like, a continuation of that, while yeah. James Gunn is not able to, like, do season two. Sounds awesome to me. Love Viola it's like a, Davis. It's like a
0: cop show, right? Like it, it yeah, feels exactly. Like it's, it's
2: like a CSI-type
0: show, and, I, and I'm here for that one. Yeah, she's a cool
2: it. character. Like, I think it'd be interesting to, like, learn about her motivations, because, like, she's not always, like like with the rest of the group in the movies we've seen her so far. So I think that would be great. Like mm-hmm. super cool. And great. it's written by the people uh, who did Watchmen, the TV show, which was excellent. So high hopes for that one. Um, Superman legacy is probably like one of the biggest ones announced. And that'll be like the reboot of Superman. He's explicitly said Henry Cavill will not be in this movie. Um, there's not much else. known. we're, really. we're like,
0: reprising the guy who, who was uh uh dang, Dean Cain like No no, Dean Cain's yeah. coming back. <laughs> I believe it. It's I, Lois I, and Clark all over
2: again. I have a feeling they're going to cast probably a new person would be my guest, but like uh there's not really anything said like it's not surprising that they would do a new Superman movie. I think that you kind of they have to, honestly. Yeah. Like, they've got to crack this nut. They have to make a good Superman movie to get like if they're going to have like the DCU equal to what Marvel's doing in the MCU, they have to have Superman working. Like you gotta make this happen.
0: Can I offshoot this for a half a second just to say I'm yeah. really excited for you to tell Patrick about the 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 name of what all the things are that don't fall in the DCU? I can't wait to watch Patrick's eyes roll. Okay, keep going.
2: <laughs> um, I think the lanterns, the like Green Lantern TV show that they propose sounds really cool. The like uh, inspiration cited was True Detective which is a show that I absolutely love so Space Cops with Magic Rings mixed with like the seriousness of True Detective does sound very very cool to me like I I, I like these are all things where I'm like on paper let's just imagine the best version of them and I do think like this could be very cool um, but who knows and and I love that this is like they're keeping Greg Berlanti the like kind of steward of the DC TV shows on CW who I think did a great job and it was like one of the like pillars of goodness it, throughout DC DC, like that, consistently worked, and so like I love that he's going to do this. Like that's really exciting that like Greg Berlanti is going to stay in the DCU. That's a great. Thing. That, that's
0: similar to the Dave Filoni. Yes, like this. That, yeah, that is Greg the Berlanti equivalent. might
2: actually be the like Dave Filoni equivalent in Star Wars land. Like yeah. that's actually really really good comparison. Yeah. um The authority is a really interesting one. I. Don't... I've never heard of these comics. This seems to be the one that James Gunn is probably most excited about, slash would probably direct, slash might be, like, the, like, Avengers moment, I think. Like, if they're kind of... Because they kind of seem to be, like, superheroes or sort of bad guys because the, the pitch is basically that it will be, like... They're people who have superpowers, but they will, like, stop at nothing to do what they think is right, even if it means, like, taking over power for themselves, killing people, like, whatever. So, like, they're not like perfectly good. Like they just have their idea of what is good and they will execute that to the best of their ability. Um, So I think that that, that sounds pretty cool. Honestly, like um, it will be a movie. Um, I would guess that this is probably the one that James Gunn would direct because it just seems to be the one that he was like really excited about, but I I don't know anything about this. So it it does sound cool, but this, this could be a guardians of the galaxy moment or it could be a nothing moment. We'll we'll have to see. So
0: those are the ones that you're most excited about.
2: I'm going to just say a couple more if you guys don't mind Um, so Booster Gold which sounds really cool it's a TV series and like this is again something I haven't heard of but I love the idea of this that it's like a guy who's like a total loser in the future like you know like a thousand years from now and their tech is so advanced that like you know when he brings it back into our time by like time travel he's the coolest guy on the planet like he literally just like is the best whatever it's awesome and so like I I think like the idea of like a fake superhero sort of like but he does have powers Uh Uh-huh. but not really and like relies on them so heavily it's like, like mr it's peanut not... <laughs> it's, it's like iron man but like he wouldn't know how to fix anything if it broke so i kind of think it's like an interest that this doesn't sound terrible to me okay and then there was one more um supergirl woman of tomorrow i'm gonna literally like read the pitch that they said because this not pr- property or character i'm super excited about but you this seem excited about all of this I I just have an excited tone of voice I guess. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I mean, I'm, you asked me to pick the good ones also. Like I'm I'm trying to like I want to be excited. Sure. So therefore I'm trying to see the best in She's these trying premises. to
0: she's trying to uh v- what what do they say like you're um you're speaking it into being. You are. Oh, I
2: need a clarification for any of this to be interesting because I haven't heard of shit. At, like I've, you know, like I had to do some side research to like find out yeah. what these things are about to like understand because like I've never heard of Burster Gold. I've never heard of the authority. Like, but once you explain it to me, I'm like, this does sound kind of interesting.
1: But but they but that's the thing. All there they always do, and then yeah. the movies suck. <laughs> like, they they sounded interesting <laughs> for years. Like that hasn't yeah. changed. So I guess like do you have high hopes for the next one? Or at this point, has it just been too many misses that you just can't even get excited for? it?
2: I don't, I feel like now, like I don't feel excited until I see the proof. Like all these ideas like sound cool. And like, I, that's just like my personality, like want to talk about like what I think could be better about this and what could be bad. But I, I think like overall, Uh, like I want to see a lot of these things, but I don't know if I will like if if a lot of if certain ones like don't pan out, I'm gonna drop out pretty quickly.
0: So read the read the super the supergirl one.
2: Okay, so um, I'm I'm literally like reading a quote of their synopsis. So, we will see the difference between Superman, who was sent to Earth and raised by loving parents from the time he was an infant, versus Supergirl, raised on a rock, a chip chip off Krypton, and who watched everyone around her die and be killed in terrible ways for the first 14 years of her life and then come to Earth. She is much more hardcore and not the Supergirl we're used to. So, when you tell me about a Supergirl movie, this sounds way cooler than most things I would come to mind immediately. Well, it's
1: going to be Thor versus his sister right? That's a very, uh, what's her name? I'm blanking on her name right Hela. now. Hella. Yeah. Theron. Like it's a, that's a very similar a dynamic. Blanchett, you mean? And
2: it's- <laughs> All tall, beautiful ladies, but.
0: <laughs> uh, so, okay. Can we go from, can we go from talking about what is being, what has been presented to how it was presented? Please.
2: Yeah, sure. I, I, I feel like you clearly have a strong opinion that this is like, not okay. I'm yeah. surprised that you don't.
0: I'm surprised that anyone watched watched this and wasn't
2: like, what the heck was that? It's I mean, just it was not James- nearly as bad as the like Star Wars Ghibli collaboration. At least this was like some interesting information, like, but it was, it was done cheap. It was like James Gunn on a green screen on the last day of the month. Cause they said they would get this out before January. Yeah, he, like- he was, he
0: was getting ready to out for a meeting. This is what happens. He was getting ready to head out for me. they like, James, we got to put this out. And he's like, okay, like my iPhone is set up on this tripod. Just go, just go sit in front of it and talk. <laughs> and he does. And he doesn't even talk about it. How I'm talking right now is 300 times more animated than how he talks about any of these properties that he is supposedly really excited about. He's pitching like what is supposed I don't think to be it the. It
2: sounds reason. that fake, but he okay.
0: Talks, <laughs> talks, it's fake, but he just talked like. He was, it was just lacking any sort of emotion. It was just kind of, he's just sitting there talking about the future of the DCU. And this is what I'm excited about. And I'm really excited about this. And that's, that is literally the timbre of his voice for the entirety of this, this video. And it's just him sitting there. Did they, I think they did throw to, um, there was some post production by like throwing up like, Still frames of some of these characters, right? I believe, if I remember correctly.
2: Not really, no, I don't think so. So that makes it even worse. Yeah, it. it's just a, him it on a green even, screen. It's just, I think, it, I think maybe the they did do a couple is like the shots. The number one I don't,
1: sales, this number one salesperson.
0: When you are exactly, and you, when you are the, when you are trying to, trying to start like get a, a fresh slate, right? You're wiping the slate clean. You're saying we're here to fix what has been broken, and that is why they were brought in hmm. This did not instill a lot of trust for me. And this is coming from a person who loves James Gunn. I'm this is, I'm not like a hater of James Gunn, mm-hmm. but I'm like the, the person I saw sitting in front of me is not the same person that I feel like brings these like brings the energy in these movies. So I really believe he has a vision, but he is in, in, in and of himself is not great at emoting that um, yeah. And I just, I'm so, I feel like there was such a disconnect between that. And I want DC to succeed. I do. Because the mm-hmm. several of these characters I actually like, I actually grew up more with DC than I did with, with uh, Marvel. And so I have vested interest in this actually being good. Now I have lost all faith and hope in DC over the last several years, as had yeah. most people. Yeah. But um, But I do want it to be done really well. And the fact that they kept the Flash... And are That's keeping that I'm just like, moving forward. I'm like, how is how, where does this stuff line up? Because to me, it feels like there's a mess. And he didn't bring the energy at all, in my opinion.
1: Did you believe from watching that video that he was like a fan?
2: Yeah. I mean, I think just from like the choices of material, it's obvious. That's the, the way only he one. Talked about that, it,
1: but the way he talked about it, mm-hmm. did you feel like this, this person's a fan? I don't, I don't know, but so. I don't
2: know. Like, I don't know how much you guys are, like are on Twitter, but like, it's it's kind of interesting. Like watching, like, yeah, J- I know that's why I'm starting to say this. But James Gunn <laughs> is kind of defending himself a lot against like the like Schneider trolls and like those type of people, and so like, it's it's just the kind true of like believers. I think that he might have like wanted to kind of just be like as calm as possible or whatever, like just kind of like. As a strategy. I don't know. Like, there's just a lot of that, like, contentious fandom involved in this. So, like, maybe That's, that was part of it. Because, like, I definitely sure. think he may have been, like, a little shocked at, like, how harsh people have been. It, it's just by him joining.
1: not yes. Not by the yes. you know, Not it, by it,
2: any of, like, the, none of this stuff had been announced. Like, already right. people were like, what the heck? You know, like, like just tar- yeah. totally up in arms because it wasn't exactly what they would have done. Like, so. It's, it's
0: entirely possible that it was a calculated move to... To fend off toxic fandom, however, he did not he did not get me hyped for any of this stuff. And like you said, Lauren, if you wanted more information about stuff that actually could be exciting information, you didn't get it from his video. You had to do research past yeah. his video to figure this stuff out. That's not a good announcement video. Like, no,
2: but, it, it, th- it, but, it, but it was, enough to, get, it was enough to get me to be like, okay, what is this? Like, so,
0: but. Make it a 30 minute long announcement video like Marvel does, and then release it in chunks or release it all as like a live stream. Like, I just think that there I was. I think it would
2: have been better as like some kind of live stream event. I'm surprised that they didn't. Um, yeah, I am surprised at like how they did this, but I, I feel like that's kind of a DC thing that they just like. But, they, but the sometimes. whole point of
0: bringing him in yeah. was to change what the DC thing is. And this but, felt like it was more of the same.
2: But I will defend the idea that, like, when you're sitting there and, like, this is the, like, short version, this is whatever they're going to give us, like, these ideas sound cool to me. Like, you know, like, I'm not against any of these on paper yet the, the only yeah. thing so i'm not okay. like jumping off the dc train completely you know just because no, of this sure, yeah. I have, like, and i don't think
0: you should off of the, off which, of one which thing. before
2: yeah. i've been like outside of the train station i wasn't even looking now i at least like have a ticket <laughs> like yeah. and i'm thinking about getting on
1: i would say i'm optimistic <laughs> and i need to be clear i have not watched this video but i want to just be empathetic to okay by the way toxic fandom sucks and there's way too much of it around and drives me crazy so i'm so those people terrible but I want to be empathetic to this idea that when someone is creating art, then yes, you want the art to be beautiful. But the problem is if the art is beautiful, but the person behind it seems cold and calculated, then that somehow steals the soul from the art. Like it, it, it does. it's a formula instead of it being like this emotional outpouring. And that makes it cheaper. So you want it. This is the reason I asked if he came across as a fan, you want to believe that this stuff is produced by fans that also have really amazing technical ability or storytelling ability or whatever otherwise again it just feels like it's up to a formula and it cheapens it so i could totally understand how the wrong tone can make people like feel the wrong way about it even if the lineup looks great
2: i don't know i don't know if i feel like it was as off as andrew did but like sure. i i definitely like cuz for me I, I was like waiting for anything to get me interested and this got me way more interested than i thought i would be
0: sure but can can i can i can i ask this question and i want you to think about it honestly and i won't i won't fight you if you answer differently than what i think you will did you watching this video of james gunn get you excited about did james gunn himself get you excited about anything or was it just the stuff that he was talking about like think about it from like a.
2: I might have to watch it again to
0: like unlike like break that down i guess because because i i'm a james gunn fan and being a james gunn fan i was let down by him in this video because it was it just felt it felt it felt shallow it felt it felt uh, lacking and i think about the times that i've seen dave filoni 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 Mm -hmm. Filoni. dave filoni (laughs) <laughs> talk yeah. Um, talk Um, about his projects that he's working on with Star Wars and you can't get the guy to shut up. He is so excited. He's like <laughs> a kid on Christmas morning and he wants yeah. to tell you about all these characters and about all these things. And I'm like, yeah, that's a guy who you want behind these properties. I didn't get that okay, same feeling. I definitely,
2: I would say that this video felt rehearsed for sure. Like, but with uh, the amount of things that he's trying to like fit into a short amount of time, it's pretty concise. So that might've taken some, Constraint. Yeah, you know, it may
0: have been a production issue, right? Like yeah. they, they said, we want this video to be five minutes long, and that was a that was because
2: the, I think like a lot of the reason that this feels like rushed or cheap or whatever is because like. They said early, like James Gunn said, like I think at the beginning, like maybe end of last year or beginning of this year that like they would make an announcement in January. And so literally on the 31st, yeah. they, they said this. You're and like, oh, so like, the office is about
0: to close. <laughs> <laughs> Sit yes, down here real yes, quick. Yes. Like that's what it, that's what it like, felt like.
2: Someone might have written this script and like made it all happen that way or whatever. Like could it have been better a thousand times? Yes. But, but I don't think this is like a boring announcement. Like The yeah. directors
1: I trust the most when I watch them in interviews, many times come across as the most annoying. Like, man, if I ever ate dinner with them, it would be Steven four Spielberg. hours long because they wouldn't shut up about the project they're working on. Steven <laughs> Spielberg is that way. <laughs> right. And those, or like a Robert Rodriguez. Or like, a, like these people are just, they're nerds in yeah. like mm-hmm. that type of way. And so, yeah, I, I can understand that just comes across. He might also be trying to find his sea legs, and I can appreciate that, right? Like, he's now
0: responsible for these things. He's not just one piece. Tarantino's, like he's, Tarantino's yeah, who Tarantino's. trying to think of. Tarantino is, is, just a good, like is a good a example nerd. of that. But uh, yeah. I do I do think, to give him credit, he may be finding his sea legs, because leading a an organization like this is very different than being allowed to do whatever you want in an organization like this, right? Like he's, yeah he now is responsible. He might just be just trying to figure out what that actually looks like. So I'm not writing it off. I'm not throwing the baby out with the bathwater, but like, come on. Like that was, that was a subpar announcement video.
2: Yeah, it definitely could have been better. Sure.
0: Can we say one thing before we move off from this topic though? The fact that he said that, that his goal is to have all the characters, like you were saying, to have all the characters voiced by, if they're animated or live action, be actually cast in the role all the way through. I love that idea, except what do we do with the flash? Because the flash was in his announcement.
2: And, and the thing is, like, they they are saying that they're going to go through with a few things from, like, the old guard, which is, like, continuing the Batman series, continuing the Joker, and that's going to be in this Elseworlds category, where it's, like, not in the main DCU, which we didn't DC get to talk Elseworlds. about Elseworlds. Yeah, which I, I kind of, I don't hate this idea at all, because, like, as a comic book person, this is very natural to me, where it's just like, yeah, sometimes there's three Batmans that you're reading if you're reading different authors or sure. artists, so who cares? Like, this just feels like comic books to me, so that doesn't bother me, will it bother the general public we shall see because the new batman movie they announced sounds cool or this is the one that i'm probably the least excited about actually is like their new batman idea but like we're, well, that'll like send us into another trail but the flash is a big disappointment because of all the shit with ezra miller he is at least like admitted to some of his crimes is, is in rehab now but like that doesn't really seem like the greatest guy to move forward with abducting and specific- an underage
1: girl and beating up a 50 year old in a bar and like yeah
2: like not no, good get shit. rid of the and, guy does yes like, does he have like
1: like naked pictures of everybody on the production team or something, I, like, I can't understand
2: like, how he's staying around. It, like putting out this movie is one thing, and like Flashpoint is what they've said this is based on. So, I'm really hoping that they just write him out of this whole movie and have a new flash come out of it at the end. If they want to keep one flash, it should be the guy from the show, how much screen time so has much he better. had so far? Like five minutes in the end of Justice, whatever. Yeah, I'm any t- sense I don't need it, me. I don't need him. Like... I don't. They they like can that whole Batgirl movie, which apparently like really was that bad or whatever. But like the idea that they're not getting rid of Ezra Miller and and are canning people like Henry Cavill is crazy.
0: Yeah, that's what they're, that like, was, they're standing. That is like by, painful, and <laughs> they're standing by the Flash movie. But they're like, yeah, we're not going to move forward with Henry Cavill. Are you kidding? That man actually is Superman. <laughs> like yeah. I'm pretty sure he's from Krypton. And you're letting you're letting this other thing go through because you're pot committed. Like, but I'm like, on. this
2: dude could end up in jail at any minute. Like, this is yeah, like, like having like, Jennifer Shaw and Real Housewives. Like, he could be gone at any second. This is a huge risk keeping him. <laughs> <I knew you laughs> craziness. But it's, it's, yeah, I, I think that there's a lot of, I hope a lot of this is good. This will be, this if, if a lot of this comes out as good as they say on paper, it'll be great.
1: <laughs> I will not see a DC film if they don't recast Esther Miller.
0: I think that's. I think there's a lot of people who are going to fall into that camp, and I, and I don't. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't push back
1: on anybody who
2: says that, because I don't think that that's wrong in any way. at a, all. That's, <laughs> a, that's you,
1: a fair. Andrew, you've asked that question. We've talked about it before with like some Oscar nominations and things like that. Like, how much does someone's personal life play into whether or not you watch them or like appreciate work, them in a film? Right, yeah. Oh, it
2: changes it completely. And
1: I would say that I have a really high threshold where I don't think it does. And then there's just like, well, you still watch the Cosby Show every night before bed. <laughs>
2: I think that it changes when you like like things you watched before you knew that and things you watched after cuz like I yeah. can still watch Braveheart but I don't like watching Mel Gibson movies anymore. Like if <laughs> sure. I know
1: someone has like mistreated staff on a film set I I can't yeah, go watch changes. that again. I like yeah. I don't know that I haven't watched Arrested Development and finding out like how kind of like verbally ab- abusive that Jeffrey uh, Tambor was Jeffrey Tambor was it makes me never want to go watch it again. It's hard.
0: So. It is hard. It makes me it makes me feel like every time george bluth in the show treats someone poorly it makes me think like how how is is how much acting is happening here versus how he actually was it makes it hard it makes it hard now again throwing something out where somebody is an ensemble to something else is maybe a little bit of a different story but if someone is the the key in a film like in the flash you are you are, in some level, backing that person by putting that movie out to people the way that it is. And his, that's, that says something to me about the company putting it out. His outfit only
1: shows his jaw. Like, I just recast him. It drives It's, me it's also bed.
2: literally painful that they're, like, ignoring the guy that does the TV show and has done a great job for literally years as The Flash and is amazing, like... Get Grant Gustin to be the fucking Flash. This is yeah. Not get hard. Ryan Gosling to like, be the Flash. <laughs> okay, I, might I have totally to edit this. Just, I want Ryan Gosling to be the Flash.
0: I'm down for that. I'll sign the petition. That, like
2: I just think that they, there's a really easy workaround, and they're just ignoring it and doing going forward with this, and it's 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 a little maddening.
1: I want a, Gar- a Garfield multiverse, megaverse,
2: mm-hmm. something where Andrew Garfield I hate plays every single. Where Andrew Garfield plays every single superhero. Oh, in, Andrew Garfield. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Not the lasagna-loving
0: orange cat that hates Mondays. No. He's okay. also on the
2: Justice League in this version. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, give me Garfield in everything. Um, okay, that is that was a. Whew. I you, you and I, Lauren, are not, even though we have some slight differences, we we actually I think we fall in line with a lot of what we were saying here. So this wasn't like a, this wasn't our biggest, uh, we weren't on opposite (laughs) ends of the spectrum (laughs) like we usually are. For Um,
2: sure.
0: (laughs) Okay. I'm going to take it from you though, because um, we're going to finish out with Patrick. And I want to, I want to talk about something real quick. So I got past, um, past television. All right. And so with the Super Bowl coming up this week, uh, I thought, you know, let's let's look at something with the Super Bowl. What's Super Bowl related that I could talk about besides like, hey, what's your favorite Super Bowl? No, oh, that's garbage. I don't care because I don't know um, the well, what came up in my head was, OK, what's what about these Super Bowl commercials? Everyone talks about the commercials. The commercials are easily digestible. They're, they're often very memorable, all these things. And so I thought, OK, well, how can I spin that? Let's talk about the most expensive um, Super Bowl commercial of all time. And so when I looked that up, I actually it is tied for two. There are two that are tied for the number one slot uh for uh Super Bowl commercials. And they both come from twenty twenty. Um, if you guys remember, mm. that was the the year of the pandemic. Um, so companies had a lot of extra money that they could put uh into their marketing. And- everybody
2: they, watched the super bowl because we had nothing else to do
0: everyone was home that's exactly mm-hmm. right um but i'm gonna show these two ads that's only 30 seconds each we can watch both of these things um and then i'm gonna talk to you about how much they cost uh to to put out there now this isn't including the cost that it that it was to produce them so like actually whatever the cost of like all the background costs of Um, hiring people and paying people to to produce these things, but to actually put them on the air is what I'm talking about because those are the numbers that are publicized. They don't talk about all the other stuff. This is the first, this is the, uh, the number one, and this is from a little company called Google. So that commercial, um, is a commercial. That commercial is called Loretta. Um, and that was, um, Google's, um, Google's offering that year, and it's all about. It's very much tugging on this these this heartstring. Lauren is actively clearing to yeah. her eyes. and it's, it's and sad. It seems- We support you, Lauren. Absolutely. I was a mess earlier today. Mine just was off air, <laughs> um, but it's just it really tugs at the, these heartstrings. Tugs at the humanity of of that and. In a world that is ever changing with technology and and getting separated even more um, with AI, this idea that technology can actually help remind you of the things that are most human <laughs> i'm not <laughs> not gonna cry when i'm talking about it
2: um, I know <laughs> remind
0: you of the things that are that that are most human and these memories and that it can become an assistant for you to remember people that you've lost and things that are special to you was an absolutely um, incredible commercial. I remember that commercial. I remember crying, sitting there.
2: Yeah, like Um, as soon as it started, I was like, oh, no, no. I
0: absolutely uh, remember.
2: <laughs> we can watch the beginning of Up next.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then we'll watch Old Yeller.
2: Uh, <laughs> Episode four of The Last um, of Us. We'll just go on a roll. Okay. <laughs> or three. So, um,
0: and so Google really leaned into that idea for 2020. And, and this was in February. So this was actually before the pandemic really came into full swing, right? It, it happened in yeah. March. And so they were in some ways ahead of the curve on that. Um, they, there was a lot of that stuff that happened last year or in 2021, there was a lot that happened in mm-hmm. 2021, but this one was remarkable in the sense that this really, um, kind of ushered us into that, that position where technology was taking on a, a more, um, a more human, uh, approach to help kind of, uh, to help bridge that gap from what a lot of people think mm-hmm. technology is all about not to be outdone, but going a totally different direction, um, that year, tied for number one of all time most expensive um, Super Bowl ads is Amazon. So let me show you what Amazon put out the same year.
2: I'm glad that you played that in that order. That was
0: a <laughs> that was an intentional. Thank decision.
2: you.
0: Uh, that was I don't remember that commercial at all.
2: I don't either. I don't either.
0: But it's ironic given the conversation we were just having learning all this new stuff that we're finding out about Ellen over these past couple of months and how she. I know Mm -hmm. I was like
2: different Um, to see Ellen now. It's it's a little (laughs) bit
0: tougher to watch, but obviously Amazon going a very different direction, right. With, with their technology. They, they that was
2: funny though. That was genuinely funny.
0: Production value was on point. It was, it was, it was really well scripted and really well um, executed. Very, very funny. Um, but, uh, so those were the two, those were the number one. They, they, they tie for the number one. Do you guys want to take any, I was, yeah.
2: I was trying to think of like what else even aired in 2020 during the Super Bowl and I was like I think I was like most excited for like a Mandalorian commercial. Like <laughs> which could still be the same this year. Yeah,
0: you're 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 an easy you're an easy what do they call you? Uh, you're a target, right?
2: An easy mark. Mark. Okay, you're an
0: easy mark. Um do you want to guess at how much it costs to put these two? 4
2: million? million? I was thinking I'll go for 3.
0: 3 million? You say 4 million? $1, $1, $1.8 million. Dollars. <gasps> 16.
2: That wasn't even the answer if you added both of ours together. 16.8 <laughs> million dollars <laughs> to so air
0: these. Uh, I believe these are both 45 second ads. I don't think they're 30 seconds. Um,
1: I guess. Well, I it remember.
2: was Google and Amazon. You know, yeah.
1: that's one of the things I find most amazing because if I remember, was it? Who else last?
2: can afford that?
1: Was it last year, a year before that like Budweiser had a commercial where they're like, and we're donating $100,000 to this organization. It's like, but guys, what if you, you just donated spent $10 million spent on, dollars this on this commercial, exactly. <laughs> maybe just donate that instead. Like, that would have been. <laughs> let, me, let me actually
0: tell you um, of the top, of the top, one, two, three, four, five,
1: six, seven, of I'm the sure top 10,
0: I will tell you that none of those go to um, Anheuser-Busch. Uh, oh.
1: Any go to Doritos? None go to Doritos. Does one of them go to a cryptocurrency? Uh, they are maybe probably insane. like
2: Apple had one at some point. I would think. I'm trying to think of like the companies are like
0: equally big. Um, no, so I'll just run through. I won't. I won't give you all the all the details. But Google, Loretta, and um, Amazon's before Alexa both tied uh, for number one, and then um, 84 Lumber from 2017. The journey begins. I don't even remember that. Um, Ford go further from 2017. Uh, Chrysler, America's import from 2014, Amazon, not everything makes the, not everything makes the cut from 2019. Um, Kia, give it everything, 2019, Samsung, the next big is already here from 2013, Amazon, Alexa loses her voice, 2018, and Toyota, the longest chase, 2016. Those are your, those are your top, most expensive. Wow. And the spread there is actually not... The the last one on the line there uh, Toyota fourteen point four million dollars so it's only a spread of two point four million dollars between between them so these are like
2: that's crazy serious that's a lot of money spent it's a lot a lot of money so I wonder what the like total number is for like all the commercials during the Super Bowl including production
1: so real quick I'll throw this out there uh, for twenty twenty two their in game advertising revenue. So I imagine this is just the ad space that NBC sold during the broadcast 578
2: point36 million dollars. <laughs> oh,
0: wow. Holy cow. That is nearly The no. average,
1: 30 seconds is $6.5 million. That is... Uh, which is more than I thought it was. Mm-hmm. I thought it was... For, I still thought it was like $2 million. So that's that is much crazy. higher
2: than I thought it was. I, uh... That's... Yeah.
0: I'm absolutely blown away by that. This year, you guys know that they've switched away from Pepsi being the, the halftime sponsor. This is the first year that Apple They just
1: realized that nobody
2: drinks oh.
0: it? Yeah. They're like, we should have had who's, Coke do who's it.
2: Who's the performer for the halftime? I don't know anything.
0: Uh, I believe it's just a hologram of Charlie Chaplin.
2: Oh, great! <laughs> Sounds awesome. I honestly have no idea. I, for, I didn't. Know yeah, I don't know either. let Google this.
0: But the Super Bowl was this uh, this weekend, and so uh, anyway, it's Rihanna. Apparently, says Ohh McKenzie the. Um, oh yes,
2: it is Rihanna. Yeah, that's cool.
0: On that note, that's going to be, that's going to be my category, but how, how fun is it to look back at some of these ads and then realize that that is more money than you'll ever see for those
2: 45 seconds.
0: It's more money than you'll ever see in your lifetime.
2: (laughs) I wonder if I watched some of those ads that you had on the list, if I would remember them when I saw it, or if they don't ring any bells at all. Yeah.
0: We'll put a, I'll put a link to, we'll put a link to this, to this, um, this study on our show notes and links later so that you can go back and click. Cause I think they're I think there are links you can watch each one of them. Um, so feel free to do that.
1: Oh, of course. They're ads. At least they enough info, to, to,
0: That's true.
2: Enough enough info to Google it on or like search for it on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Look at me advertising for Google. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how good they are. Super effective. <laughs> we need, we need
1: for them. Uh, okay, Patrick, uh, I'm going to hand it off to you so you can close us out. So let's do this. So my category is very visual. And so for podcast listeners, I'm not going to do it on the podcast. It won't make sense for you to just hear this and not be able to see it. That will just be uh, annoying. So I'm going to let Andrew actually take us and close this out of this episode. And then for people that are watching the Twitch stream, you will get to participate in my category. If in the future you want to actually like you want to participate in all the things that we do. Check us out on Twitch, Twitch.tv/slashmoveonepodcast. podcast. is the place to be. You can watch it live on Mondays at seven central, or you can catch the replays as long as you um, follow and sub uh, twitchtv podcast. You can catch replays for like up to forty-five days, I think. So.
0: Right, here's a question, just to amend maybe from an earlier statement: This episode sure. will be edited some. Then you're going to chop yourself out.
2: We'll see. Okay. yes <laughs> it will be edited
1: so
0: okay. like so you will you may or may not you, you will at least
2: put an ending this on
0: very, it very it's <laughs> very visual ending okay well if that's the case then let's roll our dice now um so that we okay. can get that out of the way and then we'll we'll go through our ending and then it's a false ending because we're really going to stick around so
1: i will roll but i'm not here next week uh well, before so whoever takes your place then. i got a th- a three is my d20 so i got a three and a two So it's present, whatever three is. TV. Okay. I got a
0: 14 and a one. I got to stop getting past things. Art. Art. Okay. Past art. There's art that's happened in the past. That'll be fine.
2: I got five, which will be architecture. Yay. Perfect. All right, Andrew, close this out. Oh, and
0: and a four. So any time period. That's good for you. Um you can find all the show notes and links over at mof1.network while you're there you can find uh besides the show notes and links there's a whole archive full of insanely high numbers of episodes with guests from all different spectrums for the last 8 years like it's stupid how long we've been doing this show but because of that you've got content that you can go take in and there's something for everybody I can guarantee you that um, and then, while you are at it, you can join Slack m of one network slash Slack to be a part of this incredible community that we talk with every single day, day in day out, all hours of the day. You guys are fun. We we do fun things inside of our Slack channel, like when we do our our episodes and we have these live drawing prompts. Kate. Uh, we'll always post something within 30 seconds um, and you can only see that <laughs> in Slack. So go to our Slack to join the conversation in there. And like Patrick said, just head over to twitch.tv slash M of one podcast to be um, one of our followers and be, uh, and, d- and to subscribe to the show. doesn't have to cost you any money. You can use some of that uh, Amazon ad Bezos dollars and use your prime subscription to subscribe to our show. It helps us out a little bit. Um, Every single week So you can do that Right over at twitch.tv And then finally Subscribe, rate, and review The show everywhere That you find your podcasts We don't charge To listen to this podcast So if you could Rate and review the show That would be a great way To pay us back It's super helpful for us Doesn't cost you any money Doesn't have to take you Very much time at all So just go and do that for us And if you do We will read it on air In whatever voice You ask us to If you don't believe us Test us out. But for now, for this episode, you can find us later. I'm at Andrew Sale with threes instead of E's.
2: I'm at Not Cool Co. Everywhere.
1: And I'm at Sandcastles. For now, I'm Andrew. I'm Lauren. I'm Patrick. Peace out. Adios. Bye. <laughs>